What's happening, my friends? It's, uh, shit, I think it's the 6th of April, 2020. What a beautiful day. 60 degrees. Blue skies all around. Grass is greener every day. Forsythia is blooming. God, I don't know what... Is it an oak or a maple? That flower there with, you know, I'm talking about they're often used to line the property or the road or whatever. They're all blooming a beautiful white. Things have been going pretty well. Despite the uh, cove apocalypse here. Whatever the fuck is going on with this virus. It's supposed to be the next couple weeks are supposed to be particularly deadly weeks. That is, uh, people that are requiring hospitalizations due to the COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus. It's going to be a problem. And there's people, I think we've already got 10,000, 10,000 deaths in the United States, like 70 or 80,000 in the world, and millions with this virus. <clears throat> I gotta figure that everybody knows somebody who has it or perhaps even has died due to it. I know some people, uh, friends, you know, acquaintances and stuff, who's loved ones, elderly loved ones, got it, I I have a friend who's, uh, they're not even elderly, I have a friend uh, who's uh, 20-something year old daughter, contracted it, another family member who's uh, in her 50s, I lived in the metropolitan area in New York City, I have a friend of mine, or a a relative, who is a COVID nurse, she's a fucking nurse, an RN, in Queens, I believe, so she's in the epicenter of this thing, and I have another friend who is down in North Carolina, around Raleigh-Durham, who is a nurse just for a couple years, maybe. And she's freaking riled up about it, man. She loves her job. It's like a mission in life. <clears throat> and I have another friend who works down in Temple University. She's a nurse in a transplant unit, liver transplant unit. But she's prepared, if she gets the call, to go to the COVID floor. So, everybody knows somebody. I mean, I know a lot of people, but I believe that most people do know someone who this has infected. And it's crazy. It's crazy how, on the one hand, you've got most of us cooped up in our homes, getting reacquainted with our families, snuggling up, making home-cooked meals creating our own recreation, 
we're doing all that stuff, and it's starting to get old, you know, we'll do it as long as they tell us to do it, but it's, it's really starting to get old, you want to, you want to go back to work, you want to do your job, you want to help people. society to start, the world to start turning again, you know, it's very interesting, really is very interesting, let me think, so, what am I doing right now? I'm heading down to the office. I've got three, four, maybe six patients today, which is pretty busy for a Monday recently, these days. So I'm going to go down, prepare my office, get a little paperwork done, listen to my voicemails, see what's going on. And I'm going to put my gloves and mask on and start serving people, people. <clears throat> there ain't shit going on on these roads, man. It's, like, it's almost like the lights, the lights have even stopped their timing. I can't remember last time I hit a red light. That's what it feels like. This is the road that I take every single day to and from work. down and back, down and back, two times a day, at least, maybe, maybe three times, depending upon what's going on, there's just not a lot going on, and in a way, I'm proud of America, because nobody thought that we could do it, right, I mean, there's people out sneaking out to get a, a Saturday night, we went out like, fuck this, man, we need to get a milkshake, so we went to place called Freddy's, down by the Lowe's, and we got some fucking milkshakes and dropped some off of the, on the stoop for some family members in the vicinity, nice little treat, felt weird about that too, but for the most part, people are holing up, they are chilling out accepting that the best that we can do is to kind of stay away from one another. People get that. It's like when we were kids, we'd run around and play uh, tag or cootie shot, circle, circle, dot, dot. I got the cootie shot, so I can't, I can no longer be it, or you can't touch me because I got the cootie shot. It's interesting thinking back and examining some of these games. There was another one that was playing uh, around uh, Christmas time. You know, when we went down to that Pop Warner Super Bowl, the kids were doing a thing called Cheese Touch, where we would go to, uh, we'd be in the turnstiles in like a friggin' 45 minute hour, 45 minute line 
for some awesome ride or something at, at one of the Disney parks and just killing time so the kids start pushing each other and whatever and then somebody does a cheese touch and it was like a cool game like <laughs> you got the cheese touch you're smelly you're it and here we are now pretty much playing a very effective game of cheese touch Think of all the schools and the workplaces and the, and the daily habits of human beings that permit us to interact with one another. Hey, let's go to the mall. The mall will have what we're looking for. Hey, let's go to the moon bounce. There's this new place. There's this new indoor zipline place or trampoline park. Let's go there. Let's go to the library. And my one friend, she would always make fun. I said, oh, I love going to the library. I love the smell of old books. And she she said, poop dust. <clears throat> and she was right, I guess. Listen, we, we try to be clean human beings, but there's no way around it. We're pretty filthy motherfuckers, some more than others. And we're fairly resilient considering all the different exposures that we have to dirt and grime and just the world and how ubiquitous these critters are. I was saying not too long ago that how, you know, for most of my entire life, I felt that dirty kids are healthier. I have a uh, discussion on an anatomy and physiology post covering the immune system, and the question is, are dirtier kid, are dirty kids healthier? Think about that. And it was, I had been reading not too long about how, and it, this is just common sense if you know anything about science and biology and stuff, but microbiology in particular, but you have different you know, um, microbial makeup than I do. We're all a little bit different in terms of the critters that are have made us a home. You know? These guys out here, they're doing some friggin' jumping rope. One guy's jumping rope, the other guy's got a mask on watching them on a beautiful 60-degree day in Pennsylvania. So yeah, different cultures, different parts of the world. Let's say we're talking about China or Syria or Pakistan or the United States, the UK. We eat different foods. We have different customs. We pray to different gods. And the way we live in some part dictates our normal flora. And so the question is, are the people who are out there living in bare feet in the dirt generally they are exposed to more critters than we are. 
And so, because they come across different microbes, different pathogens potentially, their immune systems are stronger. Like if we were to go live in the Congo or something like that, or some some place where other people inhabit some foreign country, we probably get sick a lot more because we are unfamiliar. And conversely, when we came to the freaking New World, the Indians, <clears throat> we gave them our smallpox. I'd like to read the, the account, but, you know, word is that we would give presents to the Indians. A bottle of freaking corn liquor and blankets and such and other things, but those first two items were enough to kill them, right? The booze didn't kill them. The smallpox and other stuff like that. Tiny little invisible presents. Trojan horses, if you will. And this is how, you know, history proceeds. So now, in our society of Lysol wipes and clean freakness and, you know, the people who are clean freaks, they got to be flipping out because this is something that they can't scrub off. Literally, it is. You can't scrub this shit off. It's interesting. There's just nothing going on out here. I'll tell you, though, we had a nice weekend. It still had an an air about it of the weekend. Like, I couldn't wait till the weekend because Mandy and I are teaching during the week and uh, conferences and Zoom sessions and... I came down to the office a few times, like, you're still working, you're trying to maintain that regimen, like, damn, I gotta do something, I gotta be productive, so this weekend, I did a lot of wood carving, and a lot of, we mowed the lawn, and weed whacked, and did shit like that, cleaned things up, and it was great, it was a good time. It was a nice weekend. Here we are, everybody wearing fucking masks. Crazy. Cheese touch. That's what this is. Fucking cheese touch. Listen, everybody have a wonderful day. I'll continue my podcast after I have some adventures this morning. Still haven't had my first cup of coffee just yet. Stay motivated. (laughs)